Shit, we're supposed to count it in. And wow. I apologize, Steven. I did not support you properly. I am um, I feel like we still made something happen with what we were given. You know, I mean, it's Jared's fault. Let's just blame it on Jared. Yeah. We love you. Okay, do not cancel this transmission. It's wow. terrible. new comedy hub. Yes, not no no blames given. Um, <laughs> Steve is so diplomatic. I'm like, okay, fuck everyone. Okay, let's just say that first of all, right? Everybody can go to hell. It's Jared's fault. Those words don't represent the feelings of Steven. <laughs> Uh, the team have said many many times they do fuck with jared Um, hilarious i didn't say i didn't fuck with him i just said he could go to hell for that debacle (laughs) because that was 100 percent his fault um so first first hot topic obviously is like and subscribe to the pod that's the first hot topic Uh, obviously (laughs) second just as just as pressing, the hair on the back of my neck. <laughs> You're just immediately so- diving into it. Just immediately. Okay, go ahead. Talk to me about it. Growing in like a hurricane looking shape. There are cows yes. on the back of my neck. And mm-hmm. I want to use the the same thing. My uh, manscape, you know? So you're going to use what you use for your balls on your kitchen i just feel like that's okay yeah wow i thought this was going in a completely different direction but this needs to be addressed this is urgent um what i'm gonna need you to do is not use let's god okay this is so gross do not take what's in your ball region and put it anywhere else like what goes for what's used for i literally have three different washcloths and shower gloves because different quadrants of the body i just am not going to mix and match i'm not mixing and matching like the vagine gets its own its own mode of washing the b-hole gets its own its own washcloth and then there's a third for just all over like my fate whatever else i need and then i have just general shower gloves that i use for like my upper body and face oh my god that's so laborious i'm i'm uh i take the soap and or body wash give it one of these joints and then I'm all over with my hands. Okay. Next conversation. We're going to need you to get invested in some washcloths and shower gloves. You need to be exfoliating. You got it. Yeah. I'm going to, you're going to need to, I'm very, I'm shocked at Ashley that she has not um, reprimanded you for this. This is egregious. It needs to stop immediately. And I love you so much. And I just want you to be healthy. Okay. All right. No matter no matter what, even when we don't have a nonprofit on today. Oh yeah, by the way, we're solo dolo today. Oh yeah, even Forgot about that. If we don't have a nonprofit on. We're still doing some cause related shit and just improving my hygiene. Well, as a matter of fact, what I need you to do, I need you to text me your address. I'm gonna send something to your house. Seriously, text me your address. I'm gonna order it tonight and I'm gonna send you some things to your house. You need you because you need these and you're not going to go get them. I already I just tell the energy of this conversation. 
you're not gonna you're not gonna get it. <laughs> so I'm gonna send it to you. Sell me on body on on shower gloves. Rubber dub gloves. As, okay, as people call them. Okay, so shower gloves. Okay, you know what gloves are, right? I think we all are up on gloves. So imagine gloves that you use in the shower that also exfoliate. Imagine that. Like, you know how you use your hands anyway to wash your body? Now imagine that on those hands, you have gloves that are actively exfoliating all the dead skin cells, germs, and grossness that's all over you. It's just, yeah, that's what it is. Not get very soapy and get all... Do you have to hang them up in a certain place? Do you have to send them into, do you, where do you wash them, Frankie? Okay, so here's my regimen, right? So I use my shower gloves, right? Um, you can rinse, oh yes, and they do soap up, great. They get nice and soapy, waste more soapy than your hands are gonna get just bare. So they get really nice and soapy. Um, I, like I said, I use them for my face and, and upper body. And then I have other utensils <laughs> for the lower half, right? And then when you're done with them, you just rinse them in, in water, like just while you're in the tub or the shower, just rinse them into the running water and you just hang them over the side. Frankie, you're blowing my fucking mind right now. Uh, I know. I feel like I am. I can see it. Your face is like re- trying to register it. Yeah. And how do I wash them? When I do laundry on Sunday or sometimes I do it on Wednesday, they go into the laundry, boom, wash, dry, and they're ready to go. Hell yeah. Do you see, I look very uh, unkempt. As of late, I've, I've been been burning the candle at both ends a little bit. You don't look bad. Um, I so I've been we've been doing a lot of work. Do we talk? Do we just talk about the work that we're doing? The rights. I, whether, I mean, all heroes don't wear capes. And so, yeah, I think people need to know <laughs> how heroic we've been. I mean, if we're being honest. Well, we've we've been uh, some cool opportunities have been popping up. We've got working on Black Lives Matter of Greater New York, filming a pilot for, we'll see. We'll see who gets the pilot. It's going to be a big old process. It's going to be sick as fuck is what it's going to be, Steven. We got got scripts. We got sketches. We've got interviews coming. So look, if you guys want to come out to a taping, if you're in New York, dc or maryland and you want to come and actually see us live just stay tuned follow the nonprofits on insta that's just at nonprofits pod or and also obviously follow stephen campbell and i i'm just at frankie french stephen is at stephen campbell Com- mm. at, <laughs> take at okay take do it again do it again ready okay stephen is at stephen campbell mm. Steven is at god damn it I my mouth is already like you're gonna say camel can you just do it (laughs) Um, Steven Campbell comedy there Um, we go at Uh, Steven Cam god at Steven Campbell comedy at Steven Campbell comedy whatever I mean you guys get it you guys didn't get it this time then y'all are not even paying attention but yeah, we're going to have shows out in D.C., shows out in New York that are going to be filmed. It's going to be part of a bigger production. And uh, we're going to do nonprofits making some impact, making some people laugh. And uh, yeah, there'll be some music. There'll be sketch. It'll be... It's going to be bananas. And we would love for any of our loyal fans and viewers to come out. Like, come out and check us out. We might even have some merch. 
Some anybody, merch for perch. Anybody that this is their first episode, we will talk a lot more about rubber dub gloves and <laughs> rubber dub gloves and how soapy they get. I was just thinking as we're as we're talking up top about rubber dub gloves mm-hmm. that if it is anybody's first time listening to the podcast, they're like, is that they just talk about rubber dub gloves? <laughs> no, oh yeah. So if you are tuning in for the first time, maybe we should explain. Um, so normally, Stephen and I are joined by one of the wonderful t- nonprofits that we've worked with or had a, had an opportunity to collaborate with um, at some high, some at some point in the past and or, or future. And they come on and we talk about a specific social issue. Like for example, <clears throat> just last week we worked with Woke W O C C Women of Color and Cannabis, <laughs> one of our favorite episodes. And a couple of black women got together and was like, you know what? There's not enough representation in the cannabis industry. What's going on with my mouth today? What's happening with it? Can you say the rest of the thing? Um, It's a group of, uh, it's an organization run by black women that that women of color have a seat at the table during the legalization process um, in New York. Right, New York's got a lot of very progressive uh, um, parts to their bill that they've introduced. Where crazy, like it's so good, such so many good things are coming. Like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) all right, okay, I'm I'm, I have a joint here. I've just been instructed that I need to smoke it so that I can talk proper. Um, So that said, while we talk about black women and weed, you're going to get to see a black woman with weed. Go ahead, Steven. So what's cool about that one is now we are going to be doing a show with them um, that that has come out of this podcast. Yep. We had the episode with Black Lives Matter that yep. now going to develop into this pilot that we're talking about. Yep. Um, a lot of cool shit is happening from uh, doing this show. And this is only episode 25. Only episode 25. But yeah, so that's, you know... The purpose of the show is really to put a spotlight, you know, not like we are inventing the spotlight. It's not anything like that, but we, I think Stephen and I, I can speak for both of us here is that we're both very passionate about making the world a better place. And I know that might sound idealistic or even maybe self-serving a little bit, but it's truly not that way. I don't think when it comes to Stephen and myself, I think that we both, even before, wait long before this podcast, we both independently, you know, did things to just leave the world a little bit better than we found it. Um, and now we've had this opportunity through this podcast to really expand that. And that's really the goal, right? Is for us to take this podcast onto a national stage um, and broadcast it through a streaming service or a network and <clears throat> really um, inspire people. You know, that's, that's the idea. Not that like we're like, you know, the most inspirational people or anything like that. However, we both feel that it's very important that we all kind of pitch in. And I think that we can all agree that everyone wants to get involved, right? Stephen, for the most part, unless you have a cold, dead, black heart, but everyone for the most part wants to get involved and they want to help. What better way to do that than from your sofa? And I'm being dead serious. How many times have you thought about helping or getting involved? And you're like, oh, but this sofa is so dope. And I just ordered pizza and I'm not being, and, I'm, and I don't think you're a dick for doing that. We're all human. And we all, you know, get in that zone where we're like, I don't want to move from this spot what if you could watch a show with two cool ass comics some funny entertaining sketches with poignant messages meaning dope ass people that are existing in the world right along with you in the same time that are helping to eradicate social injustices 
all across the country. And you can just, while you're watching, laughing, being uh, intrigued, inspired, whatever, you can just text from your phone to blah, 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 your donation and help a little bit. That, wouldn't that be amazing? Like it's the, it's the telethon reimagined. That's what it is. We're going we're gonna to make it more rewarding for your binging. Uh, we're going to work on that. That's close. It's, yeah. it's close, Steven. That's so that's fucking close. It's close. Right. It's close. Where are, you, where are you guys moving the show to? Okay, that's an excellent question. We're not moving the show, so this is still going to be here. Yeah. Right? So um, this is still going to be here, and depending on where the show lands will dictate kind of what it looks like moving forward. If that makes sense. So you guys are going to have so much advanced notice. Um, you know, we're never leaving Jared. The ideal is that he comes with us wherever we go. Um, so, yeah, so we don't know what it's going to look like exactly. But as we get more information, just continue to follow the pod, continue to follow both of us, and you'll see updates there for sure, like how and when you can watch, if anything changes. But right now, I don't think it will. But I figure that we could still do weekly episodes if we're doing the show at the same time. Agreed. Um, so yeah, but we're just, we're figuring as we go, we've got some cool, I mean, this, this episode, we're just kind of recapping what we've done in 25 episodes. We've got some cool brand partnerships. Yeah. Uh, Our favorites. A second show with Lululemon on May 25th. We are doing it for teacher appreciation. And then the following month we are doing mental health awareness uh, so doing some cool shows and partnering with some big brands that way. Um, I'm really excited for the for both of these shows. Um, also, also, I'm rocking Lululemon like exclusively now. You know, I was. Uh, did you get your new merch yet? No, I haven't. I haven't done that process yet. Yeah, I need to do that too. And I'm just gonna say those uh, those joggers I got, those blue ones, dude. If I could just. They're like a second. I love them so much. Anything I do, I'm like, I'm going to grab Malou's. You know what I mean? I'm going to get Malou's because they're I love, just. I love those joggers except, very excessively to comedy shows. Yes. And I went, it's so funny because like I have nothing of value in my wardrobe that's like, it's all consignment store and then Lululemon <laughs> they provided us with stuff. And so. I'll be at comedy shows and I just feel like out, like out of my skin almost because I'm just so used to just dressing in the raggedy of clothes. Yeah. And now, now, now I'm wearing clothes that I could never have afforded otherwise. They're, they're pretty. Yeah, no joke. I could not have, but I, I love their, oh my God, thank you. Someone just said you guys deserve it. That's okay. Yo, <laughs> your mom's arch enemy. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hilarious screen name screen name and i love it your mom's arch enemy i love it i'm also my mama's arch enemy so we're best friends Yay. um they said we deserve it thank you guys so much this is for you this is all for you guys we really um genuinely love having this platform we love that you guys tune in every week um those of you that do and we love all the new people that come in we even love the ones that come in watching and go oh fuck those guys we're like you know what Thank much. you. We, we, soapy, soapy rubber duck gloves. Yeah, we get it. You know, everything isn't for everybody, but we, <laughs> you know, just if you know nothing about Steven and myself, please know that everything we do comes from the heart. Like, I, I feel like that's important. Um, and I think that it's very rare to find people that kind of share that with you. 
And when Stephen and I met, like, you, I knew he was a good dude. Like, I just could, I knew. Like, his energy was so positive and so dope. And the pandemic, you know, as unfortunate as it was, gave us the opportunity to really connect and build something I think is going to be really great. So, yeah, I'm excited for what the future has, um, what the future has in store. I got to you smoke and become more articulate and I smoke and I'm just like, you, you're like, your bus is getting shorter and shorter. That's I, all, that's what I'll say. say. All this heartfelt stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, that's, it's going to be good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> right, back, right back at you. <laughs> He's like, and inter, inter positive words. Like that's not, didn't what <laughs> insert words of affirmation dude yeah. what? <laughs> not agree with you more <laughs> but um, yeah Stephen and I we, you're fully vaxxed now too right oh, yes yeah did you get the Pfizer or the Moderns Moderns got Moderns got a Modern migraine the next day I was it was like in exactly 24 hours after the shot uh-huh. I was chilling, but it was just 12 hours of just the worst migraine that I'd ever had. But yeah, I was going to say, what did you do to fix it? This is the good stuff. This is stuff you guys need to listen to. The edible, it was the, it was as soon as the edible hit, I did not have a migraine anymore. And then nothing else after that, right? Yeah, so let me ask you this. Did you hydrate before your second shot? Yeah, I was being pretty good about like not drinking leading up to it and okay. hydrated um so here because here's the consensus this is why i asked every person a hundred percent of the people that have said to me that i've known personally and i'm not saying out there in the world i, I obviously do not know that but a hundred percent of the people within my network that i've talked to about the second shot specifically those that had no um little to no uh what's the word i'm looking for little to no symptoms afterwards um all of them hydrated well uh and hydrated before the shot so i i like i literally drank two bottles of water before on my drive there got the shot waited my 30 minutes when i got to my car 20 minutes whatever it was when i got to my car drank another bottle of water and then um i felt a little weird that night um and it could have been psychosomatic who knows but i was like ah i feel a little not quite a hundred percent i took an advil cold and flu drank a bottle of water went to bed nothing after that until, like you said, Stephen, almost exactly 24 hours later, I had a, I got a, a low-grade fever. Hmm. And so I took two DayQuil, and that was it. Yeah, and drink a bottle of water, and that was it. But hydration is the key. If you're getting your shots and you haven't gotten the second one, hydrate, 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 hydrate. Seriously. Yeah. Dropping, dropping all sorts of knowledge today. You are getting so. You are. This is so funny. Cause you're like, you are over there doing stuff. Do you think your favorite after 24 episodes, your favorite conversation that we had was, or maybe let's call it most surprising conversation? <sighs> wow, um, that's a good question. Out most surprising, I'm gonna say goes to comedy gives back. Okay, and and here's why. So, and I think this is true about both of us. I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. When I when I like people, 
um, I don't care anything about who you are. And, I, and, and let me clarify what I mean. <laughs> Steve was like, you do not speak for me. <laughs> let, me <laughs> let me clarify what I mean by that. Like, if I like and enjoy who you are as a human, if you're famous, okay, cool. If you're homeless, okay, cool. Then that's what I mean by that. Like, it doesn't matter who you are, what you come from. If you're solid and you're a good person, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck with you. So we had Comedy Gets Back. One of the fi- founding members of Comedy Gets Back is my manager, Jody Lieberman, right? Who is phenomenal. Shout out to Jody. You are the best. Um, and the other two ladies are these like Am- Amber J and Zoe Friedman, right? And so Zoe's talking and she's like, yeah, when my parents founded the improv. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be rude, but shut the fuck up. Explain what you just said. You know, like, what, is, what was that? Now, mind you, we, I already love these ladies. They're fantastic, phenomenal. What they do for comedians and have been doing for comedians in the pandemic, incredible. If you're a comic and you need some sort of relief, they also have a sp- specifically a BIPOC grant fund for BIPOC comedians um, in need during, the, during these times. So follow them. Comedy gives back, follow them. Anyway, so Zoe Friedman, we find out, is the daughter of the founders of the improvs, you know, those clubs that are all across the country They're like, that's her family legacy. And that was just, that was shot. I was like, what? That was the most surprising. What about you? I think the admin date missions. <clears throat> I, Another good one. Yeah. I thought, I pretty much thought that the extent of their like scope of work was that they were like helping local farmers sell foodstuffs. Mm-hmm. And once we got a better understanding of like how inter- like intertwined like their whole system was and how it was helping so many different groups, whether it be the farmers or the food banks or mm-hmm. um, anybody else that they were helping. But um, I think kind of the scope of work that they did was the most like surprising. Mm-hmm. So give it a listen, go share, like, subscribe, all that. I would have, I, I forgot about, not forgot about that episode. I'm, I'm so sorry. I love you guys. But I, I didn't, that didn't come into my brain, but that was a surprise. It was so, I was so impressed. How, how strategic and intentional you're specifically working with black farmers. Like you, I don't know. And I know like to maybe some people watching that doesn't sound like a big deal. Maybe it sounds very obvious, but you would be surprised how not obvious that is to people you know what i mean and and for someone who isn't black to think just to be that thoughtful i just i was thoroughly impressed with that i really was really was what we're saying white folks is that the bar set low like you can really like knock it out of the park with allyship so easy it's stupid not to be an ally like if you think the word it's hard the bar is low like just care a little just like have a little, wear a pin. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mean literally, but you guys get it. <laughs> uh, I do feel like the, I was going to say that the, the bar is low. And then, yeah. um, Frankie, yeah. what we are witnessing right now is at episode 25, uh-huh. where I ate, I ate an edible that I thought was milligrams. Can I tell him how many milligrams it really was? Can I tell it? Yeah. Say, well, you thought it was what, Stephen? I thought it was 30 milligrams. Add a zero. It was 300. <laughs> I only ate half of it. I only ate half of it. But 
Uh, oh, my bad. You only had 150 milligrams. I know. And so while while I am usually just such an ace, like conversation. You are. You are. That's that. Like, oh, my God. How did all those words come out of that face? That is so crazy. Yeah. Like mine. <sighs> yeah. Now I'm more the, the powerful silent type. You're my silent Bob. I'm Jay for yeah. sure right now. I'm Jay right now. This is my silent Bob. If you guys are wondering why I'm in black and white, it's because Steven's high and you're all seeing his imagination. Yeah. That's what's happening right now. You're all in my dream. <laughs> I just thought it looked cool. So I just, I was playing with the filters on my, my uh, Zoom and I liked this. So I just kept it. That, that's all nothing nothing secret secrets happening i too am high but i was more responsible than steven i know how to repackaging so i just am smoking a little jizzy a little well that sounded gross i'm not smoking jizz my bad no, i'm smoking not, a j not jizzy nothing jizzy <laughs> smoke. nothing jizzy okay my bad <laughs> so what do you think i just came back from vacation oh, sorry oh yeah hit us with some vacation talk um, so you know how oftentimes you can like find a long lost family member and they come and try to integrate into the family and like with their hand out, like, Hey, I hear you guys are doing pretty well. Well, we've had the reverse happen. We've got a very wealthy older brother <laughs> who is wonderful and fantastic. Shout out to Mark and his husband, Jamie. They are my favorite people. Jamie, um, is the whole world like he's literally my best friend he's a white man but me can you picture that he's fantastic we had a ball so they rented this beautiful mansion in orlando and boots invited her best friend kylie to come with us nice and so the four of us drove down in a minivan hilarious um and because i'm a psycho and i can't trust i get really nervous when other people drive i drove the 12 and a half hours down um yeah, I wanted to blow my brains out. Like, I was like, how do I murder everybody? Like, literally. I will say that my most, like, my fondest memories in childhood were, like, the longer road trip type joint. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Um, so, as far as Boots is concerned, she probably, I mean, it's probably a trip that she'll, she'll remember. Going to the beach with her friend? What did, so what did you, you just did a lot of chilling, right? And then what did the rest of the family do? Yeah, so we have, Charles has, so this is Charles's side of the family, everyone. Um, if you don't know, Charles is my wonderful, adorable, tiny little husband. He's great. You can, if you follow me, I posted a picture of him being so cute the other day. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, this, so these are his siblings. So these are all my in-laws and my siblings' in-laws. So there were three of his brothers and one sister and a cousin came and then almost everyone's spouse, um, except for our cousin, her spouse did not come. Um, and then everybody's kids. And so they all had a ball. Like we ate one of our brothers as a chef. Like we just had like, you know what I mean? It was like the Royal treatment, you know, the beautiful house and the chef brother came and like cooked everyone dinner. And then our other brother's a grill master. So the first night he grilled out this amazing meal and then I made breakfast, um, challah, French toast for breakfast for everyone the next morning. Um, yeah, so it was just like a lot of, there was like mimosas and Bloody Marys and just all kinds of like hoop, so much weed and edibles. It was just 
yumminess, delicious, just family debauchery was had. And I got to hide out in this beautiful room away from everyone, smoking weed secretly out the back door and watching TV. And everyone left me alone. It was amazing. Like incredible. I I did my first jujitsu class. <laughs> That's exciting. Are you going to tell everyone about your yeah, teacher? Yeah. So okay, so um, he was good. He was good people, but like he also maybe like owned like may, maybe there there was like an underground lounge situation that <laughs> that only a certain group of people were allowed to go to. Can you elaborate, Stephen? Uh, I don't know if I should. So it, it just, it seemed. You get the idea. We'll just say that. It seemed whorehousey. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, uh, he, but we. Uh, it seemed, can you say whorehousey? <laughs> like whorehousey. Like it could have been what he was describing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it felt kind of woman of the nightish. I don't know. They were just, you know, he he, he the way that he described the girls, um, it seemed it seemed like a weird thing to be doing at at in the afternoon at twelve thirty in the afternoon, like one to three o'clock. That's uh, not. I don't. I feel no. That's not. No, I don't want to. Wash but, your hands. But I did but I did jujitsu for the first time and got my ass beat pretty good. Nice. Pretty pretty good. Lots lots of bruises. <laughs> I've cut up the tops of my feet because you do it barefoot and you rub it all over the mat. So Oof. I just got bloody feet. You know, I just got they they call me Stephen Bloody Feet Campbell. That's what they that's what they that's what they're calling me now. But I um did it, got beat up pretty good. But I think I want to go back. I think. So you're into sadomasochism. Tell me about that. Well, it's. I, so I used to wrestle. I played rugby. And so I just love like the contact sport. And there is just gotcha. something that is very therapeutic that a contact sport is the only thing that really does it for me. <laughs> um, it's something know. about a bunch of dudes grappling with each other's hot, sweaty bodies. I dig it. That's it. That's pretty much it. Look, Stephen, I respect your gangster. Okay, I will never kink shame you. I am. uh, I'm half a homosexual myself, so I dig it. I'm with it. Like whatever. If your boat is floating, I was about to say if your bloat is is floating, but you get what I'm saying. Then I'm down for it. Floaty bloat. Hey, real quick, by the way, viewers. This is also your opportunity while we're here. You have Stephen and I's undivided attention. I'm actively watching the chat. You can ask us, and Stephen, do you, will you agree to this? You can ask us any question, and no matter what it is, we will answer honestly. So if you have anything that you want, and it doesn't have to be on topic, it doesn't have to be anything about the show, you can ask us any question at all, personal, business, whatever. Ask away, and we shall answer. Okay. Um. I just want to put that out there. Not not everybody all at once. <laughs> not, not, not oh my god, the chat's blowing up. This is crazy. Oh crap! No, I'm kidding. This oh, it's not. We're getting into the Zoom and they're asking questions. Okay, so first question. Um... <laughs> so, <laughs> someone said, 
How often does Steven say the N word? <laughs> uh, almost never. <laughs> oh. You know what? He said almost never. So I'm going to say this. Thank you for your honesty. Because any white person that says I have never said the N word, I do not trust your lying ass. I do not trust you. I have. N- <laughs> they said they were JK, but now we know. And that message deleted. And but <laughs> so. Um, Actually, so I, I told you the story about how um, I went to Walk a Flock of Flames recording at DJ Drama Studio, yeah? Oh my God, that's, can you tell them the story? Have we told it here? I don't think so. So, um, yeah, they need to know this. I had this trade show in Atlanta and I was dressed in a polo and slacks and I went straight from there to do a comedy set at the Laughing Skull. And then afterwards, I'm getting a beer with my friend who's managing a DJ, which I, to this day, don't know exactly what he was doing for this person. Um, and he's just like, but uh, Walk a Flock of Flame is recording an album at DJ Drama Studio. You should come through. And I was just like, yo, I'm wearing a polo and slacks. Like, I just don't think... I'm really in walk a flock of flame attire. And he was like, yo, it doesn't matter. Like nobody cares. Everybody just wears whatever. I feel like it does matter. I feel like it matters. Yeah, he was lying. It was, it was very not true. Um, everybody was fucking fly. They all looked so good. And I was, I looked like I worked at Best Buy. Like, I, <laughs> Welcome to Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah, right. Are you looking for a bed, bath, or beyond? <laughs> So uh, we're, we both get in our cars. I get a six pack of Paps because in my head that was. To go hang out with walk. Oh, wow. I forgot that detail. Yikes. So, um, I walk up to the door. I'm waiting for my friend. I don't see him. He's not answering the thing. So I just go up to the door. People are going in. And the guy uh, looks down at me, blunted mouth, and and screams out into the place and we're to change the cables here or to fix the cables here and so they thought it was like the cable guy and like, <laughs> not no i'm here with a i'm here with a friend and like somehow get talk my way in you're like excuse me mr flock of flame <laughs> um so in, but then i can't find my friend and so like i find my way into like you know, like the the recording studio is like where this room is, and then out right outside here is like a bunch of couches uh, where everybody's just like chilling, drinking, and smoking. Yeah, and so I like at that point in time was very not equipped to smoke socially. Like I just like was just not good at, at being social when smoking. And so, hilarious. But also, I'm sitting there and just like somebody's like passes me a blind like I already just look so out of place I'm like I'm not gonna be like also like no also no not smoking like no smoke so um, one of the guys comes up to me and he's just like yo Mendy said you a comedian tell a joke and so I I told him no like I told him no I can't tell jokes right now I'm too high and whatever so the long long story short I end up playing pool with these guys, scuff the table by accident, try to leave, go to the bathroom first, run into Walk a Flock of Flame. And um, <laughs> it, it, I like am trying to shake his hand. Oof. But like 
really fucking up the the dismount like going <laughs> for like just just the regular handshake the palm to the pound the palm to the snap out <laughs> <laughs> did you just say that's the only one you know no i just mean like is it like which one is it right which was happening right right and and i just was really not doing it well and like was just in front of homie as he's trying to walk out the door like it was just a very awkward handoff or whatever right but so i tell you the story because i did that in atlanta then i was back in atlanta like a month and a half later and i'm in a i'm the only white person in the room and um i just start telling the story and slipped when guy with the blunt in his mouth turns around and says and we're to change the cable is here uh-huh and so that was my Oh, that's when you said it. That's when I said it. So hilarious! I, that was a long walk. Pretty good payoff. But that was that, that was you 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 asked if I if I had and it. Was, that was the time. So Jay dies a lot. There's your answer. <laughs> Someone asked us where are our favorite places to perform, um, like city wise. Let's let's say before COVID and now after COVID. Oh, music festivals, one hundred percent. Before COVID, that was your favorite. I, and I'm I'm hoping to get back into that circuit again. Um, the music festivals, just, just wild. They'll just be like just somebody topless covered in glitter in the audience. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just like it's just it's just a a, a an experience that can't be replicated anywhere else. No, 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 absolutely not. The narcotics that are involved, the like everybody that is the whole shit. Yeah. Wonderful. They're they're very fun shows. Yeah, the whole vibe. We've done a couple together. The whole vibe is so chill and dope. And you're and you're really free there to kind of like if you want to do some weird shit, you can do some weird shit and see if it works. Sure. A hundred percent. What about now, kind of after COVID, kind of post COVID? Um, I know we're not out of it. I'm not saying that. Don't start adding me and freaking out. Frankie said COVID's up. No, I'm not saying that, but things are slowly trickling open. We're getting vaccinated. So now in this new world, what what's your favorite place been to perform so far? Oh, there've been so many cool shows around, around New York. Um, there's just give one that like really just, you know, was dope. No disrespect to anyone else, but you know, there's always one. I know what mine is. So, and the kind of the post since, since COVID started. Yeah, the uh, spot that I did with you, the one uh, where is it her name? Hillary? What's her name? Uh, I'm sorry. Unruly was been really cool. Unruly That's my favorite. Was, um, this art collective place, like where it's a lot of like this art people that can see, can see, but it's it's kind of cool stuff. But um, it's that. Dope. That was like a, a lifesaver of a relationship um, during the pandemic. We're trying to do something again. We've just kind of been both of, both parties have kind of been all over the place. Shout out the name of the spot again. Unruly Collective. Unruly Collective. That's right. What's the name of the young lady that owns it? I, I can't uh, remember. Hillary. Oh, it is Hillary. Okay, so I did have her name right. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite post-ish COVID spot. Um, I really liked. Mama, boy, mama's boy. Um, oh no! They, Where's that? 
They put on some shows in Manhattan. I think they have one starting in Brooklyn, but um, they put on a handful of shows and they had one that it was inside and it was a little higher uh, capacity than I expected, but it was just the first time that I've been able to do like an indoor big room and it mm-hmm. just... And have it blow the fuck up. Oh, I just did that. I was just in Arizona for the Cactus Comedy Festival. Right. And I did my first indoor, like, you know, COVID capacity packed show. And it was glorious. Like, yeah, that, ugh, it was, oh my God. Oh my God. You can, I was crushing so hard when I came outside of the, sh- like all the way outside, people outside were like, you were, what were you, like, you were fucking murdering. Was that you on stage? You were fucking killing. Like they could hear it out there. Like that's how it was dope. I feel you. What was the name of that spot again in New York? It's Mama's Boy, but it's uh, they have different venues that I travel to. Someone else asked, um, who is the most famous person you've been in a smoke session with? Or is this the story? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I guess if that counts as being in a smoke smoke session with Waka Flocka Flame, that maybe... Um, what about Frankie? Do you do you have anybody that? I have, to, yeah, I have two. Um, so I was in a, I was in a, I was in a smoke sesh with Method Man with Red Man and Method Man. Oh, that's cool. At, but no, I didn't. I don't remember it. Well, I remember it, but I didn't really. I was passed out, like drunk, high, whatever. I was young as shit, probably like sixteen, seventeen, somewhere in there. I was young, young as fuck. And we had drove from from New York from DC to New York to this club that they used to have back in the day called the Tunnel. And it was like a hip hop spot, and a lot of like the really big names would come and perform there. But it was a real small, like intimate situation, and so you could always like kind of interact and kick it with whatever acts were in town, right? It was real open like that. And they were performing there that week, and I just remember waking up in the van, going, "Oh fuck! Oh oh, oh fuck! Or oh shit! It's Method Man!" And he handed me a blunt. And I hit it a couple times and I handed it to Red Man. I was like, oh shit. And I passed back out. So that was my, (laughs) and then I, when I woke up later, like when we were on the way home, like I didn't even get in the club. Like I didn't nothing. I was just passed out in the car the whole time. And on the way home, I'm like, did I dream smoking weed with Method Man and Red Man was, and they're like, no, like that was, yeah, no, that was a real thing that was happening. You were just too fucked up and passed out. So those are the, don't do alcohol and drugs, kids. Yeah. Um, I, I met Pitbull out at the club one time, but was so drunk that the next day I told my friends, I was like, I either was hanging out with Pitbull or have like, really lame dreams. And it was until like a month later that a friend confirmed that she was with us that we were hanging out. But I was so- Pitbull, that's so lame. Was he like- <laughs> was he constantly dancing? <laughs> no, not to that extent, but he is a small dude. Yeah, he's, he's like a, a little guy. He's a very small dude. He's a little baby man. Um, we did, yeah, it was just a New Year's Eve in Miami um, before we got ready to go. Uh, was he fun? I mean, it was such a haze, but I was with him long enough that, like, that would that is already warmer than I would expect since like I'm me and he seems like, like 
He's Mr. Worldwide, all right, Frankie? <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. He is Mr. Fucking Worldwide, isn't he? Ugh. I um I also used to smoke weed actually on a daily basis with Michael Rappaport. I um he li- so some years back, like in the late nineties, he lived. I can't remember if it was CBS or NBC, but he lived in the CBS. I'm just going to say CBS for the sake of the conversation. But he lived in like network apartments, right? And um, so okay, it's really weird. So one night, my sister and I are in Subway, kind of near these CBS apartments, right? And I don't know if you remember back in the late '90s, Howard Stern used to have this this um, twin music group duo come on the show to make fun of them. It's these two guys with really long dark hair called the Jesus Twins. I don't know if anyone will remember this. You can you can Google it. Um, so we met one of the Jesus Twins while we were in Subway getting sandwiches. They're like, "Hey, come hang out. Meet, come meet my twin brother and come hang out." So we go back. Uh, Eric and what was the other brother's name? What, whatever, I can't remember. We go back to their place. They live in the, in the CBS apartments um, and their dear friend is Michael Rappaport. So we would go over to Michael Rappaport's place almost daily and sit around and smoke weed with him. Smoked with a lot of DJs, I, but I don't know. Oh, what DJs? Name some. I don't know. Uh, Justin Martin. I don't know if they, I don't know if you would know um i was you know i was like a club kid raver like hard you don't do do you not know that about me but like what djs because i i was listening to the music later so like i wasn't as uh like who you want to smoke with which dude this is a comment in the chat um yeah uh, I don't. I don't know. Just a just a lot of DJs. I would just be backstage a lot at um, those sorts of events. But I don't know. I, 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 oh, Michael Rappaport. Uh, yeah, he he was. I don't. I don't. I haven't spoken to him since that era. I don't know what he's like now. But back then, he was he was a really cool dude. I thought he was really cool. Wait. So let me. Go ahead and show you again. Michael Rappaport, who... Oh, no. Steven Campbell. I, don't, I just never know celebrities. I So who... who Michael, Michael Rappaport. I mean, he's like a kind of a political pundit a little bit now, but he was in um, Higher Learning was his, his big break with Ice Cube. Do you remember the movie Higher Learning with Ice Cube? I think so, yeah. So remember the white boy that shaves his head and becomes a skinhead and wants to kill everybody? I think so, yes. That yeah. actor is Michael Rappaport. He's now an, a full-grown adult man and looks completely different. And he's on a new show. I can't think of what it's called right now, though. I'm going to eat the rest of the pizza. Okay, sure. That's my child telling me that they're eating the rest of the pizza that I was 100% intending to eat. But, you know, <laughs> but I'll eat it. It's all good. Um, yeah. So... Moving forward, yeah. What what is your what is your goal? What is like a lofty goal that we can both set and just to have it recorded? Oh, um, this is going to win an Emmy Award. This show. Oh, okay. I like yeah. it. Yeah, nonprofits. Nonprofits is going to be one of the number one shows in the country, and with the, and we're going to be asked to expand internationally, and it's going to be a global entity. And we're going to first start with an Emmy. And once that happens, literally, it was going to just roll in and become 
a global sensation where people, we are the go-to place for social awareness, how to get involved. Um, and we are the place to, if you have, if you're working on a goal to build out a nonprofit to get on our show is like the golden ticket. Like that's what this is going to be a fully functioning fundraising Goliath. Damn. That's pretty much exactly what I'm thinking. I, I'm my, and, and my goal. All I was going to say was like that we would be able to tour as thoroughly whenever we wanted as yeah. uh, completing whole months of shows and shit like yep. that uh, on tour. But that is a byproduct of all of what you're saying. hundred percent. So yeah. we're going to be selling out arenas, Steven, like seriously, I'm not even kidding. It's going to be some arenas, like stamp that shit. Like it's going to be arena level people. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Strap the fuck in. Strap the fuck in everybody. Thank yeah. you so much for listening. Always do the liking, do the sharing, all that stuff. Um, this this is the nonprofits podcast. We've loved doing this. Shout out to Comedy Hub. Jared, we love you. I, I didn't mean any of that stuff I said about you in the beginning. <laughs> um, I'm Stephen Campbell. I'm Frankie French. Oh, also shout out to the chat. Um, this was very fun interacting with you guys. So I'm gonna we're gonna do more of that. I'm gonna we're gonna keep this little element. This was fun. So thank you guys for all of you guys that participated. You're the real MVPs. <laughs> Love you guys. All right. Love you. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye.